Welcome back to Marvel Maniac, an MCU after show. This is Eric Cicada, your host, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. It is great to be back with you here today, and I'm so excited to be covering another Iron Man movie. Another Iron Man movie. Here we go. Are you... Are you... Are you, um, like, enjoying the fact that we're going back into the beginning of the MCU? I sure am. Um, it is a treat for me. Last week doing Iron Man was an experience, and I thought, like, what a better way uh, to be, like, literally re-going back, going back into the groundwork of the MCU, since it's an MCU podcast. We started with WandaVision here, um, with the start of the real MCU shows. Not the real, I don't want to re- re- um, off-put Daredevil and all that, because it seems like we may be getting that back. Um, he may be coming in to play um, those may be relevant but uh, going back to the beginning and retouching these movies is an honor so last week we did Iron Man and I said something last week I said is this your first time watching Iron Man maybe you don't want to be doing this I mean if this is your first time watching Iron Man and you want to jump into it with us that's fantastic the, what I really meant was if you're looking for like a spoiler free engagement in terms of I watched Iron Man and I don't want to be spoiled for the rest of the MCU by watching Iron Man with this experience like you may be hearing some spoilers for other movies in terms of we've covered WandaVision we've covered the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and we are going to be discussing everything that has happened in the MCU like up to that point um still like even though we're discussing Iron Man but we want you to feel welcome here and if you're okay with that please listen to this podcast we are so happy to have you here um let's just get right into Iron Man 2 I have not seen Iron Man 2 as much as I'd seen Iron Man 1. Uh, Iron Man 1 was my favorite by far for a long time. It's just one of those movies I'd throw on um, for the longest time. And it's not that I wouldn't for Iron Man 2. I think I might have owned Iron Man 1. I don't know what the case was. Had more access to it. Um, And I may have in the back of my mind just not liked Iron Man 2 as much. No reason. No reason in particular. Um, But watching it this time. Oh my gosh. Equal to not bad, if not to better, I love this movie. I love this freaking movie. Um, so let, let's just get right into the movie. <clears throat> we start off hearing the press conference, literally where Tony announces he is Iron Man. Um, it, it, it comes up on TV when we show up in Moscow. Um, we hear him say, I am Iron Man. A uh, very sick looking man lays on a couch watching Tony make the announcement. Uh, he calls out for Ivan, who is down the hall with a bottle of vodka. Uh, he kneels beside the man who is his father, and the, f- the father tells Ivan that he should be in Tony's spot. Ivan's father dies in front of him, and he drinks and then screams in pain. It is very terrible and very painful, uh, clearly for Ivan. Um, he thumbs through diagrams and plans and has an arc re- has arc reactor plans um, for Stark Industries. The project designer listed on the bottom is Anton Vanko, Ivan's father. Um, Ivan welds pieces of metal together. He has newspaper and magazine clippings of Tony all over his wall, and he's working in his lab. Clearly, over this sequence, after his father passing, his father's passing, he's becoming a little more. Um, He's getting a little more hate towards Tony, it seems. Um, I mean, I know there's resentment towards Stark, um, clearly, probably throughout the life, but, like, Ivan's losing it here. Um, now, Ivan hammers, and for his, he's hammering and foraging um, as echoing Tony's in the first movie. Um, 
Ivan played by Mickey Rourke. Very, very good actor. Um, did I say Mickey Rourke? Is it Mickey Rourke? Yeah, it's Mickey Rourke. <laughs> uh, Ivan played by Mickey Rourke. He's fantastic. Yeah, so um, he um, has a white cockatoo, and uh, it watches him uh, wield and uh, solder and as he's doing it he like lets the bird drink from his glass which is kind of endearing but also kind of uh, uncomfortable because he's drinking i'm assuming he's drinking more vodka or wine <laughs> so i don't know if he's letting the bird drink alcohol with him which is kind of unsettling uh but anyway he's got a real big relationship with birds this guy and it's the most endearing quality about him you don't uh, this guy is oddly likable in that sense <laughs> <laughs> a headline reading reading Iron Man stabilized the Middle East West relations um, that's sick you know it's good to get a little in between backstories just seeing what Iron Man's doing in his free superhero time Ivan uh, puts liquid in a tub and it glows it gives him his own arc reactor this makes Ivan laugh like when Ivan gets excited he's maniacally laugh good villain it's good villain material Iron Man 2 six months later so we know Iron, uh, not Iron Man. We know Ivan did some. Uh, he invented his own arc reactor, and six months have passed. Tony is in the bay of an airplane and jumping out to ACDC. Classic Iron Man. Iron Man is always about the ACDC. We know this every entrance, almost, uh, I think every one of his entrance in his phase one movies is always entering to ACDC. Love the theme for Iron Man. Uh, he free falls towards the city below. Always good to see Iron Man fly. Always good. I mean, he, that's, I mean, what does he do in half the time he's flying? Uh, he hits a firework. It doesn't bother him. He lands in the arena with a bunch of ladies behind him dancing. Uh, the arm shows up and his whole kind of area, like the area that's usually in his garage to disassemble him in front of the crowd. Very awesome. Tony in a badass, he's just so badass. And, and uh, he does it, he's full of himself. He's like very full of himself, but rightfully so in a sense. So it's not like he's looking arrogant in front of this crowd. The crowd loves him. Um, I'm not saying that the world is enjoying its longest period of uninterrupted peace in years because of me, he said. Uh, I'm not saying that the ashes from the ashes of captivity never has a greater phoenix metaphor been personified in human history. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not about me. It's just about you. It's not about us. It's about legacy. Tony basically says that the Stark Expo is about pooling resources. Uh, Tony introduces a video of his father, Howard. This is the actor we always know now as Howard. He continues to be Howard Stark for until forever. He's the, con he's the continuous Howard Stark that we get now. It's great. Um, I like continuity. <laughs> he introduces a plan for the city of the future. Um backstage tony tests his blood toxicity it's the first we get of this which we see on um his screen is 19 percent at this moment um we learned that this expo that tony's hosting is just a year-long event that just constantly happens where um, inventors come and showcase their inventions all year round um happy leads tony out and he is greeted like a rock star as usual he autographs photos he just meets larry king uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. When he gets outside, um, he meets the actress Kate Mara. Only I know this because she's in House of Cards and many other shows. Um, she delivers. Her, she's a great actress, and uh, this is probably one of her earlier roles. Um, she really stands out to me here because she's uh, fantastic. Uh, she delivers him a subpoena. Uh, Happy hands it 
Happy takes it because Tony has a pet peeve about taking being handed things. Um, <laughs> I just like Happy gets a lot more moments in this movie, and I appreciate that. And uh, I really like Happy. Tony has to meet the Senate Armed Services the next day at 9 a.m. The next day at the hearing, the senator questioning Stark. Um, he says, yes, dear. <laughs> His, uh, he's addressed by the senator. Uh, this is a late, great Gary Shandling. And, uh, and he asks Tony, he asks Tony if um, he possesses a specialized weapon. Tony said he wouldn't define it as a weapon, but a high-tech parenthesis, uh, which gets a laugh. The senator says he should turn the suit over. Um, and then Tony doubles down, I am Iron Man. The suit and I are one. Are one. He just loves the line. He is complete, he's completely in it now. Um, to turn over the suit would be to turn over myself, um, which is pretty much prostitution, depending which state uh, you live on. <laughs> like He's just playing up to the crowd. Um, but at this point, like the senator, gets a little you know he wants to get in on tony the center i love this scene uh, i love so many scenes in this movie they're all really well done um he calls in justin hammer we meet justin hammer ceo of hammer industries uh he's the primary weapons contractor for the government at this point justin refers to himself as no expert and tony as a wonder boy he uh he calls tony's dad oh uh he calls tony's dad like pretty much he's the one who did everything and yeah so tony has created a sword with untold possibilities yet he insists it's a shield uh we live in a world of great threats threats that mr stark will not always be able to foresee um interesting interesting line considering uh the line from tony we get later is uh, i see a suit of armor around the world right that's something that almost tony like foresees that we do need that um nobody listens to him on uh but it's far in the future far in the future um justin hammer right the senator calls in roadie now played by don Cheadle. well uh, with this perfect double up line and I mentioned in the last episode about from Iron Man One, Terrence Howard. The recasting on uh, this 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 double up line is so good; it's iconic to me. Uh, and his explanation as to why he's here to Tony, like in in at the same line, like he, Tony doesn't expect him at the hearing. We don't expect him there as Rhodey as Don Cheadle. Look, it's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Let's move on. How good is that? How good is that? And you know what? Welcome to the show, Don Cheadle. I accept you. I love you. I'm moving on. We're in. It's Don freaking Cheadle's War Machine. And that's who we get the rest of the series. He never left. Uh, first, the secretary hands Rhodes a small paragraph from a report he wrote saying that Iron Man presents a potential threat to the security of the nation. Um, Rose doesn't like this because it's just a small piece of something he said, and he's trying to probably put more of a word in for tony since that report it seems um he doesn't like the way this is going down because he wants to say more and the secretary is not letting him uh, next they show images connected to Rhodey's report that are attempts at making manned copies of iron man suits in other countries tony takes out a handheld computer um and hacks the tvs and uh it's not really the tvs probably the computers in there and the hacks the machines um that, that are being shown like the iron man suits in the other countries and it shows like a live feed and the iron man suits in north korea start attacking the people building them and uh same with all the all the suits that are a threat are completely taking each other out and then there's a video of justin hammer um 
like trying out his fake suits and like somebody getting really hurt in one of his suits and uh, it just does not look good for him and everyone starts to go crazy uh, this scene is so awesome the courtroom starts to go mad the whole senate looks so uneasy um, and then um, like the uh, senator the main guy uh uh, was like, well, what do you? What am I supposed to say? What are, what are you trying to say? He's like, Tony says, well, you're welcome, because I'm your nuclear deterrent. It's working. We're safe. America is secure. I've successfully privatized world peace. Everyone claps. I try to play ball with these assholes. He says, <laughs> and then we get the best, if not maybe just the best line in the in the whole movie okay this is so good um i had to rewind this like five times this had me laughing so hard and i don't i don't (laughs) i'm just laughing right now just thinking about it okay like okay like everyone comes i I try to play ball with these escalates everyone's like clapping for tony like this senator is so serious and he's like fuck you mr stark fuck you buddy And he just hates Tony so much. And I'm so sorry for swearing. I will never swear on Marvel Maniac again. There will never be swears in the, in the in the Marvel movie again. You know, maybe they bleeped it out. I'm sorry. I think they did. Um, dang, I did it. I, I did it real quick. But uh, back in Ivan's... <laughs> Contagious laughter, dude. I'm sorry. That is the funniest part of Iron Man 2. Uh, maybe, but dude, you did not expect that uh, at all. Um, he just breaks down. He hates Tony so much. You don't expect that at all. It's so good. It's such a good reaction to Tony um, being like, it's just such a good reaction. Like, Tony, you know what? Just have it, dude. Um, in public, right? Um, uh, I, I got to move on. I don't have as much time to record this one but this is hilarious uh, back in ivan's era he adds a whip to his suit this thing is looking awesome the arc reactor activates uh, the whip and it gives an extreme it gives it extreme power he then slices his tv with it i just he doesn't care about his little tv i felt bad for him but i mean why would you feel bad for him he did it to himself back at his lab in malibu tony greets jarvis and we get a look at his suits on the wall we see the mark one the original suit he built in the cave uh, uh reconstruction mark two prototype we see this one in the movie this current movie a lot uh, mark three which is battle damage and uh from the first movie i'm assuming and then mark four awaiting upgrade love these details love 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 these details um marvel movies are always about these details the arm robot is poorly making a green juice shake uh tony drinks chlorophyll and apparently 80 ounces a day to counteract his symptoms currently his blood toxicity is now 24 percent jarvis tells tony that he continued to use the suit um if he continues to use the suit uh and then it's it's, it's gonna keep excelling the percentage um also another core is depleted so when he takes out these cores they're like completely like brown and like gross and um Oh, damn, this is a lot about behind the scenes to being Iron Man right now. He's not just super happy. Like, it, it, he's making it look like it's easy, but, uh, yeah. So, he adds a lot. He adds another palladium core to his chest. Uh, it's the thing that's just keeping him alive, but it's also killing him, Jarvis says. Pepper enters the lab almost just in time to see this, but uh, he, he doesn't let her. And uh, Jarvis wants, kind of like says, Tony, you should tell her, but doesn't. And, um... She's upset with Tony for donating their entire modern art collection 
to the Boy Scouts of America. Um, Tony's just on, is just crazy lately. Like, he's just doing all this crazy stuff, probably because he's kind of dying in a way. Um, I am realizing that now, maybe. Uh, he's just kind of just rambunctious in general, though, because he's also Iron Man and he's got this ego going. Uh, she tells Tony that the expo is a waste of time. His ego, and literally, look at this. His ego uh, has gone crazy and he's picking up a big poster of Iron Man. I'm literally, I forgot about this. Like, I'm speculating. Yeah, his ego's going, his ego's gone crazy, she says, and he's picking up, a, as he's picking up a big poster of Iron Man and putting it up on the wall or replacing it with another piece of art to Pepper's dismay. <laughs> Tony's idea is that Pepper runs the company. She asks if he's been drinking uh, only chlorophyll. <laughs> it's you. It's always been you. I've, uh, I've been thinking about this for a while. They share champagne and Pepper is actually so happy about running the company. Like She can't believe it. At this moment, she's very happy about this. In Moscow, on a snowy street, Ivan buys an envelope off a guy, a sketchy guy. He opens it in an alley and it's a passport to the Grand Prix de Monaco. We cut to Tony and Happy boxing each other now. <laughs> I, I like this scene. Uh, we meet Natalie Rushman. Who's Black Widow? It's Black Widow, everybody. We know this. Um, it's introduced in this movie, but come on. Uh, we, we know it's Black Widow. Tony asked her to get in the ring. Uh, Tony is captivated by her, as pretty much everyone is. Um, she's um, Pepper's new assistant. Happy and Nat chat in the ring while Tony Googles her with Pepper by his side. A lot comes up, uh, including that she can speak multiple languages, uh, some very risky photos. <laughs> Happy uh, tells her rule number one, like he told the Tony at Meet Moments before, never turn your back on your opponent. And Natalie flips Happy back, Black Widow style, completely gets him in a chokehold, <laughs> uh, freaking like Pepper out. Uh, not raising too many red flags for Pepper, I guess. She asks for Tony's fingerprint and leaves. Uh, after she leaves, Tony says, I want one. <laughs> Great delivery. So many funny moments in this movie. Um, now we are in Monaco, the Grand Prix de Monaco. Tony pulls up to the Hotel de Paris in uh, front of onlookers. They cheer for him everywhere he goes. They're cheering for him. They meet Nat inside. She wears a red dress. Pepper introduced. I see. I'm pointing out what she was wearing. I don't know why. Um, she just stands out to me, Nat, uh, Black Widow. Um, always. It's great to have her in this movie. Tony to Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony just sees Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. It's great. <laughs> Hammer walks up and calls Tony Anthony again. I just don't like that. It's uh, it's just a great way of making you see how condescending he is to Tony Anthony <laughs> to Tony. <laughs> to Tony. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, Hammer. Uh, so so he brings Christine Everhart from Vanity Fair, the journalist that Tony brought home at the beginning of the first film. You know, she's kind of there a, a little bit through the first film. She gives him the photos. Uh, yeah, so Hammer says she's doing a spread on him for Vanity, and Pepper says she did a pretty big spread on Tony last year. Oh, another burn from Pepper. Uh, Tony doesn't want to be around this guy. <laughs> she, he doesn't like it. I like him. Uh, Christine wants to get a quote saying this is the first time that they've seen each other since the Senate hearing, where Tony points out that Hammer got his license revoked. Um, Hammer tells Tony that he's working to present uh, something at his expo, and Tony says he'll try to find him a slot. <laughs> From a certain perspective, Tony is being really rude to this person, but he's very disingenuous, um, aka uh, a la Anthony, right? Nobody calls him Anthony. Tony uh, goes to the bathroom to check his blood toxicity, and it's rising quickly. It's at 53%. Got 
any better ideas. Uh, he suits up. He says in the mirror, so I'm guessing he's talking to Jarvis or himself. He suits up in a race suit and gets on the track uh, to get in the actual race. Now, man, if he didn't do this, I don't know how um, Ivan would have found him, but this is so convenient for Ivan here. Pepper asks Nat if she knows about it uh, and to get happy um, because, like, in that moment, like, he goes onto the track and they see him on TV doing it. <laughs> um, Christine leaves Everhart because she sees it on TV and, like, she goes outside to cover Tony uh, at the race, leaving Hammer at the table. And on the TV, Tony points at the camera and, like, almost knowing Hammer. Uh, Hammer did I call him Hammerhead? That's a uh, Spider Man villain. And that's Spider Man. <laughs> Hammer, uh, Hammer totally knows that Tony's doing it. Like, <laughs> to get him, that just totally feels like he's looking right at him. Um, Ivan shows up to the race in an orange crew uniform and a toothpick and makes his way along the side of the race tech blending in with uh other acquired uh like other, the other guys in the same crew uniform very very blendy um at first i thought they might have been like henchmen but like he doesn't have henchmen he's just on his own he's blending in uh tony keeps up in the race for one lap but ivan steps on through the fence uh onto the road takes off his helmet and reveals his arc reactor he activates it and when he does his orange jumpsuit just burns off his body it's very 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 um very good cgi very good looking um i love that i love this scene uh, he slashes his whip into an oncoming red race car and demolishes it um we got some cool slow motion shots this is very well shot pepper and happy make eye contact and happy implies that he has uh the iron man suit in a briefcase and they rush to the car directly onto the track justin hammer just watches in awe tony speeds up along the track and he gets to ivan um he slices tony's car and he goes flying upside down with his big old whips he sees Ivan while hanging upside down and he's kind of dazed and uh, and the and cars crash and explode behind Ivan as he's walking towards Tony. Very epic, classic walking behind the explosion bad guy thing. <laughs> um, he keeps walking. He approaches Tony's car, but he's not in it. Tony smacks Ivan behind him, uh, behind the head. Um, he's in his blue race suit still uh, and Tony dodges multiple whip throws from Ivan. Um... Ivan approaches a fallen Tony laying next to a puddle of gas uh, because eventually Ivan does smack him. Um, and then he's like, a, he's approaching like a, with his whips to the side, like propelling helicopters. And it's, he's scary. He's a scary looking dude. Um, Tony doesn't even know what he's after him for at this point. The car just explodes, but Tony gets away just in time. At that moment, Happy runs into Ivan with the car, barely missing Tony. He has to jump up onto like the side of the fence, uh, turning a tense moment into kind of a funny one because like Tony was like, Where are you, where are you, where are you heading from here? I'm like, it's such a tense moment. Uh, and it's like, Whoa, and happy, and like Pepper's screaming. And she's like, What are you doing? Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Ivan keeps fighting and uh, like he gets up and like happy keeps slamming into the wall so it's like making tony it's incredibly hard for him to get the suitcase like it, this is really probably tough to choreograph scene but it makes it so frustrating like you want tony to get the suitcase and he can't get it uh really good stuff um there's so much desperation um every time tony suits up every time in one of these movies it's what i love it's an advancement from the last time and in the circumstance in which he needs to suit up, 
it's faster and and it's really cooler and it, god it's this suit up is even awesome awesomer than i remember in theaters i really love this iron man suit up uh he taps the case with his foot and, and rises all over him uh 10 times faster than you've ever seen it up to this point Tony kicks the car with Pepper uh, and Happy away to safety. And then Tony blasts some repulsor shots at Ivan, which he dodges. Um, then he gives Tony a big, uh, a huge whip ch chokehold. He gets him into a whip chokehold, uh, which really looks awful. And I just remember thinking, like, this is going to shut down Tony's suit. But the suit's resilient. And Tony uses it to his advantage to, like, wrap Ivan and, like, pull him in and take his arc reactor off his chest and for now uh, saves the day. He has no idea what this guy's intentions or motivations were. Um, he just pretty much got terrorized and it didn't look good for him after this big Senate hearing uh, where Tony convinced the Senate and the world that nobody's capable of making this technology. Uh, well, look, there's, a, there's another guy who just created this technology. Um, so the authorities let Tony know that he had no prints and not a name. Uh, Tony visits Ivan in a room where only... <laughs> where he wears only underwear um ivan does seem comfortable <laughs> pretty pretty decent tech um tony tells uh, ivan the, the cycles per second were a little low now even this small dialogue comes into play later like tony i want you to know like he give he see he tells ivan you could have doubled up your rotations like he doesn't think Ivan will ever like make use of this knowledge, but like he does, I realize later. Small dialogue makes make notes. Small dialogue. He tells Ivan, "Pretty decent tech. The cycles per second were a little low. You could have doubled up your rotation." Um, Tony points out that's uh, you know it's a passable knockoff. It could have been uh, passed on to North Korea or China or anywhere. Tony's basically asking Ivan what the point of all this is. And Ivan tells Tony that Stark is trying to rewrite his own history and forgets all the lives that his family has destroyed. His father, Ivan's father, is the reason Tony is alive. Tony says that the reason he's alive is because Ivan took a shot. He took it. He had a shot. And he took it and he missed. And then Ivan said, did I? If you can make a god bleed then people will cease to believe him and then there will be blood in the water the sharks will come the truth uh the sharks will come okay that kind of reminds me of the line when um tony gets thanos he, sh he gets a shot in and then thanos says all that for a drop of blood um it's weird kind of a weird comparison though because it's the villain you know who's the villain right um but the truth is all i have to do is sit here and watch the world consume you tony says you'll be watching from a jail cell but then uh as tony's leaving ivan says palladium to the chest of painful will die uh this kind of stops tony because it's his weakness right now that he can't solve um the f you mr stark senator later is on the tv saying that tony thinks the iron man suit is a toy tony and pepper are on a jet and Pepper asks Tony what he's not telling her. Uh, he suggests not going home at all. And he says that it's not a good time because they are... She says it's not a good time because they're in a bit of a mess, which is true. They got a lot to solve right now because of what just happened. In Ivan's cell, he receives his food. Under his coffee is a note that says, enjoy the potatoes. 
it, it, it's C4 or something, and then a guy shows up that by, with the same number on his shirt that Ivan has. He knocks the man out, plants a C4 on the wall, and leaves the cell. He takes out a sus guard that clearly isn't meant to see him, and then uh, the cell explodes again. He's very good at walking away from awesome explosions. Uh, he gets hauled away by more guards. Ivan then is escorted out of the truck into an all-white air hangar where Justin Hammer himself uh, is telling them to take off the handcuffs, playing Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, this scene is so good. Uh, I got carried away in this combo like uh, because of how good the scene was. I, I really, really loved it. The, these two guys are genuinely wanting to take down Tony for different reasons. Um, Justin Hammer is a little more obliviously bringing a stone cold killer like in a dumb way into like he's a moron um in this sense uh jammer likes to eat his desserts first uh, he com- commends uh, that's a weird fact commends uh ivan for stepping up to him he said that if he were in a jail cell it'd just be a waste of talent he suggests he should go after tony's legacy instead um of killing him and that they're a lot alike, but he has resources, and that Ivan needs his resources. Ivan speaks some Russian and then laughs. Uh, this is my favorite part. Um, I just love their interaction here. Ivan says, uh, you are a very good man, uh, very good man. And then he says, I want my bird. <laughs> Uh, a bird? You want a bird? He says, he's like, I want my bird. <laughs> and uh, he says, I can get you a bird. I can get you 10 birds. And he's like, I want uh, my bird. <laughs> uh, best part of the movie. This made me laugh very hard. I can't reenact it for you as funny as he's like, like It's just funny. It's good. Uh, he gets up a little and... <laughs> The look on his face here is just unbeatable. It's just one of the best MC. Like, I want my butt. I want my butt. Like, he'll never beat it. Uh, perfect. Rhodes arrives at Tony's place in Malibu where, not, uh, where Nat and Pepper are on the phone doing PR control. Nat is someone hired by Pepper. Uh, again, I'm because she's Black Widow, but like it's so hard to get used to her not being Black Widow, you know, in a sense. Uh, Tony is in a car in the garage looking into Ivan and his father, but he can't find much. Uh, Rhodey arrives to tell Tony that the National Guard wants to take Tony's suits and that other people possess the technology now. Um, like... He's like in Monaco yesterday, it's not like 50 years down the line, like Tony was saying. Tony falls out of the car, and Rhodey uh, helps Tony change his reactor, and he gets a first hand view of what's going on here. Tony is slowly dying. You want to do this whole lone gunslinger act, but it's unnecessary. You don't got to do this alone. Uh, Tony says, I wish I could believe that. I really do. But you got to trust, trust me. Contrary to popular belief, I really do know what I'm doing cut to queens new york we're back at hammer industries we're getting more back and forth between the antagonists now and the protagonists you know tony and hammer um i'd really say ivan is more the antagonist uh he's kind of the brains behind he's using hammer <laughs> um but anyway um hammer introduces ivan to his army of robots ivan hacks right into them right away which you'd think you know would be a red flag to hammer uh, for the you know what's what's happened at the end of the movie he's very smart uh he says the software is shit right in front of him uh, they do a great job of making these suits look really expensive yet really tacky ivan walks up to one of them and hammer tells them that they're 127 million a suit uh he pops the head right off of one of them and says uh hammer's like that's where the pilot goes i don't know how a pilot would fit in one of those anyway um 
Hammer says that he'd love for the suits to get him into the Pentagon. He wants to make Iron Man look like an antique and go to the Stark Expo and take a dump on Tony's front yard. That's how he really feels. See, that's how he really feels. He's a jerk. Um, <laughs> Tony is looking in the mirror at his Palladium uh, concoction. And uh, in the last seven days, uh, it's at 89%. Concentration, sorry, <laughs> not concoction. Uh, he's running out of time. He's running out of time. Nat walks in, and uh, Tony suggests canceling the party. Nat covers some of Tony's scars with makeup, and he says it's hard to get his head around her. Why? Uh, he asked if this was his last birthday. What would she do? And she said, I do whatever I want with whoever I wanted to. This is the worst advice black widows maybe ever given anyone i don't know uh, like what she thought tony would do here but uh he took this too literal so in the next scene tony uh takes on his iron man suit and he starts dancing in front of the the whole room of people drunk he just has a giant party um this is an armed suit it's a war literal weapon so roadie shows up and completely sees this as a threat um and this is about the worst timing worst timing for this for tony for everyone um Brody tells pepper if she doesn't shut this down he's gonna have to make a phone call after tony goes to the bathroom in his suit he almost seem, uh, she almost seems to convince him to end the party, um, but he kind of psychs her out, takes the microphone, and, and turns it into, into an after party. Um, not surprised at all. So he, like, blasts his repulsor through a window on accident, but completely hypes the party up by doing so. Rudy goes downstairs and eyes the Iron Man suits. He puts on the Mach 2 silver suit, and War Machine is kind of half-born. I mean, not the full War Machine, but War Machine's technically born. I'm only going to say this once. Get out. You don't deserve to wear one of these suits. Uh, shut it down. Um, and then Tony laughs and he says, uh, DJ, give me a fat beat to beat my buddy's ass to. At this point, Rhodey tries to grab Tony from behind, but Tony flies backward, like thrust uses thrusters to go backward into his gym, into the next room. So he flies through the wall. Rhodey throws a weight at him. Like, so they start to have this battle with the weights in the gym. Uh, it starts to go, it gets more and more intense as they go. Um, it starts kind of lighthearted, but um, Iron Man says, sorry, pal, but Iron Man doesn't have a side kick sidekick this uh and roadie like kicks tony um up into his room after they have this big old weight battle with the huge dumbbells and all that at this moment pepper is yelling at nat natalie uh, black widow that she's uh onto her pretty much and uh the moment that uh at that moment roadie and iron man fall through the floor in front of them in the party um happy rushes pepper out of the way seeing how serious this situation is um happy's great uh, in this movie uh Rody and tony exchange many punches in the living room uh back and forth and to the point where Rody falls and this is where it kind of gets a little more serious and all the onlookers outside are looking at tony kind of like he's you know some sort of a monster because he's kind of looking very scary in the suit and he sees that and he's kind of having self-awareness he screams at them and uh scares them all away Rody throws Tony into the fire at that point, gets him by surprise, and then this puts Tony on the ultimate defense. He gets up and he aims his repulsor at Rody, and Rody aims back, and they're just aiming him, aiming their hands at each other in Iron Man form. And this is a big deal. This is like they're kind of aiming guns at each other. They're best friends. 
And Tony says, you think you got what it takes to wear that suit. Uh, you want to you wanna be the war machine, take your shot. That, this is how he gets the name in the MCU, really. Um, you don't have to do this, Tony. Uh, uh, Rhodey says, they both fire and they hit these waves hit each other and destroy most of the room. Uh, Tony lays on the ground in dis- the ground is in pure destruction and uh, Tony and Rhodey just can only look at each other at this point. Um, you know, we know that Tony has lays on the ground and has to watch his friends walk away like Captain America Civil War um, similar to that, but yeah, it's, it's sad to see Tony in this state with Rhodey. Um, Rhodey flies away and uh, with the war machine suit. So he arrives at Edwards uh, Air Force Base in California, and he gets there with supersonic speed, arriving on the runway. The soldiers greet him with great praise, and he tells them, let's take it inside. Uh, so meanwhile, Tony is eating donuts in his Iron Man suit inside of a giant donut. There has been like previews of the... Uh, of the what if series of Tony in this donut doing this. So I wonder what alternate timeline Tony we are going to see of him in the donut and where, where what's going to happen in the alternate timeline. Um, and uh, let's see. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. Um, I told you I don't want to join your secret boy band. It's Nick Fury. Nick freaking Fury. Samuel Jackson. Inside, they're uh, grabbing a bite or, you know, sitting at the table together, Tony and Nick. And Natalie walks up in her Black Widow attire. Uh, He says, Tony, I want you to meet Agent Romanoff. You've been very busy. You made your girl your CEO. You're giving away all your stuff. You let your friend fly away with your suit. Uh, This scene didn't mean as much, uh, you know, to me when the movie came out and when I saw it in theaters. But now it feels like the Avengers telling Tony to stay in line and Nick Fury really seeing the bigger picture for him, for him you know? And uh, Nick points out that Tony's neck isn't looking good and Natasha injects him because, you know, uh, he injects, injects him with lithium dioxide that uh, slows down the symptoms and it literally gets rid of this uh, pattern that's been growing on Tony's neck. It's like this cro- It's like this very bad, like lines that are coming on Tony's neck. It does not look good. Uh, very unnatural. Nick says that Tony hasn't tried all the combinations of every known element, in, even though Tony insists that he has. Um, so, Justin Hammer brings Ivan a bird, which he says, this is not my bird. <laughs> uh, he tells Ivan not to get too attached to things. Um Justin notices the suits Ivan's been working on. It turns out to be drones. He turned the suits into drones. Justin's really upset about this. Um, people make problem. Just trust me. Drone better. <laughs> and uh, Ivan, uh, you know, he's just making his decisions the way he wants to do it. And uh, Hammer says, I need suits. The government wants suits like Iron Man. And then he, Ivan repeats, don't get attached to things. Learn to let go. Uh, snide, snide, snide. I like this little inner rivalry we have going on here. Rhodey shows his general the Mark II suit. The general says to Hammer uh, to weaponize it. And Rhodey resists this, but the general calls uh, an order. And the person who has to weaponize it, Hammer. 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 Um, I feel like I might have called him Hammerhead like five times. I don't know why. I just Hammerhead sends out for me from the Spider-Man video game. Um, but Hammer. <laughs> um, Justin Hammer. Nick and Tony sit in his destroyed mansion. 
Nick says the Tony's test reactor is based on unfinished technology. Um, Howard Howard said that the arc reactor was a stepping stone to something greater. He was about to kick off an energy race that was going to dwarf the arms race. He was onto something big, something so big that it was going to take the nuclear reactor and make make it look like a triple A AAA battery. Tony asked Nick what he meant by haven't trying everything for the elements and uh, you know looking for a cure. And he said that uh, Howard said. He said, you're the only person with the means and knowledge to finish what he started. Are you that guy? Because if you are, you can solve the riddles of your heart. What do you remember about your dad? Um, And Tony says, he wasn't my biggest fan. He was cold, calculating. He never told me he loved me. He never even told me he liked me. So it's a little tough for me to digest when you're telling me he said the whole future was riding on me. And he's passing it down. I don't get that. You're talking about a guy whose happiest day was when he shipped me off to boarding school. And, you know, this is a great movie to really digest a lot of Tony and Tony's father's relationship with all goes all the way into Endgame. Um, This is where the foundation of all this story is laid. And um, we get it so early in the MCU, but the resolve of it is so late in the MCU. This movie is like the the base of all that story um completely oh my gosh and um so as uh and uh samuel jackson (laughs) nick fury he says that's not true uh well clearly you knew my dad better than i did um Tony says, and he says, as a matter of fact, I did. He was one of the founding members of S.H.I.E.L.D. Natasha will remain a floater at S.H.I.E.L.D. along with Coulson. Hey, Coulson. And then Coulson shows up. Coulson, hey, Coulson. Hey, Coulson. Yo, I see you, Coulson. <laughs> I love when Coulson shows up. Uh, they leave him with uh, a suitcase. Uh, Tony, Tony with a suitcase. Uh, Coulson is directed to keep Tony on the premises. The suitcase says property of H. Stark. The Mark II is being disassembled by Rhodey. He takes the reactor out and puts it in a pouch. Hammer arrives, and Rhodey asks Hammer what he's going to do for him. Uh, Hammer bites them. I mean, him is in them, like the military. Um, Hammer has a lollipop in his mouth, and uh, he bites it. And then he goes on this hilarious gun montage, and... Hammer is like really a funny character. He's pathetic, but he's funny. And uh, it would be great to see him return in the MCU at any point. I mean, he's still alive, right? I bet he's lurking out there somewhere right now trying to pick up the the market that Tony's leaving leaving open, right? When, he, when he's gone. Uh, I'm wondering if all these guns um, are being added to the War Machine suit at this point in the movie. And uh, we do see, yes, a lot of these guns are the huge minigun. Definitely is the one that's attached to the iconic War Machine suit we see later. Uh, Justin is burnt uh, in this montage showing <laughs> literally Rhodey all the weapons. Um, he shows him the last rocket. It's called the X-Wife. We see this in play later. Uh, that brings any structure to zero. Rhodey says he'll take all of it. <laughs> at his house Tony opens the crate in it is the same blueprint from the beginning of the movie Ivan was looking over Tony pouts on a uh, he puts on a film he doesn't pout he puts on a film <laughs> that's what I know it said um, it was the film that was playing at the Stark Expo uh, at the beginning it, it's not cut though and it's uh there's Tony in the background playing on different takes and Howard yelling at Tony to stop playing with it. And, um, it rolls through many takes. And while it's rolling through these takes, Tony's looking through notebooks and panning through pages. And and while all this is happening, you know, nothing really sparks his interest. 
But on the film, um, at one point, Tony hears his dad, and he says, and he addresses literally Tony. He says, "Tony, you're too young to understand this right now." This is an exact quote. Um, but I thought I would put it on film for you. I built this for you, and someday you'll realize it represents a whole lot more than just people's inventions. It represents my life's work. This is the key to the future. And then there are close-ups of the Unisphere, a metal globe, and the arc reactor. Um, and then Tony sighs that up a little. Um, I'm limited by the technology of my time, but one day you'll figure this out. And when you do, you will change the world. What it is and always will be, my greatest creation is you. Oh my gosh. Tony doubted love from his father, but his father showed him love in ways that he only knew how. Um, it was by giving him everything he created. Um, and literally, he created Tony. Uh, 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 a heart a heart warmth. <laughs> Tony is driving a white convertible by the ocean. He's motivated. Uh, he's a new man. Um, great shot. He trades his watch for some strawberries. And the guy tells him, he believe, I believe in you. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Tony brings the strawberries straight to Pepper's office where she's watching the news um, about her being underqualified as a CEO. She explains to Tony how she is... Um, just keep putting out his fires and the only thing on earth that she's allergic to is strawberries tony did a bad job of apologizing very bad job and um at this point happy and nat arrive happy refers to pepper as a boss and tony says he lost both the kids in the divorce um always comedies comedy in the, these moments but it's also serious because uh pepper's actually frustrated with tony and um you can tell tony is frustrated with this uh after pepper leaves um tony tells natasha she's a triple imposter he asks if she could even speak latin and she says to him in latin you can either drive yourself home or i can have you collected uh you freaking love black widow it's great to see her in the mcu uh yeah, only in that second entry we get her. And uh, she's about to have her first moving. Just coming up. On his way out, Tony sees the Scale City model from the video uh, with Howard we just watched. And he drives it home with his convertible because he sees, he just has something clicks. When he gets it home to the lab, he blows dust off it and uh, has Javis, Jarvis scan it. Um, feature vision, don't forget. <laughs> Tony does, Paul Bettany, you saint. Tony does his uh, snappy thinking thing. You know, he just snaps his fingers and his hands and all that. And he drags the holograph uh, and pushes it in front of him. He edits it and somehow transfers the whole thing into a new element. So the city model uh, map was laid out into just to be a new element. It's just insane. I, I can't quite... It, it, this happens in the course of a minute. Uh, but Tony just knew how to do it. And his dad did this for him. And it was there for him. Jarvis lets Tony know that this element will work as a replacement for palladium. But they can't manufacture it. So Tony starts building a mega lab through his whole house. Placing giant massive tubes on all levels. Agent Coulson arrives. He picks up uh, an unfinished version of the Captain America shield. I completely forgot about this and asked, what is this doing here? Uh, Tony uh, uses it as a prop <laughs> to level the tube. Uh, I need it. I just, I need exactly what I need. <laughs> Coulson says he's been assigned to New Mexico. We will be following Coulson there 
next week. Uh, we'll talk about that. Wearing goggles. <laughs> I guess it's a, it's a huge surprise. Wearing goggles, Tony puts a pr- uh, prism into the tubes and Jarvis initializes the prismatic accelerator. I know that from listening uh, to, to the speech version, like description, audio description. Um, using a pipe wrench, Tony directs a beam into the center of the core. It's destroying his whole lab in the process. Uh, he gets a beam onto the glowing triangle containing a new element. Tony places the triangle into a new arc reactor, which brims with light. Meanwhile, Ivan works on his arc reactor. He gets a call from Hammer, and he is told by Ivan that the, he is told by Ivan that they aren't ready. He can make the drones salute only. Uh, when we see that Ivan, when we see in the reality, Ivan is working on an advanced version of, of his whip. So we see Ivan's up to no good. Uh, who's surprised? Anyone? <laughs> Hammer arrives back to Ivan and takes his bird away from him and puts it in a sack. He uh, takes Ivan. That's the one thing you could do to get to Ivan. Uh, you, you take Ivan. She takes Ivan's shoes away. Um, he said they had a contract, and he tells Ivan that he uh, has the Iron Man suit, and he's not at his mercy right now. He's going to the expo, and when he gets back, they'll renegotiate their arrangement, and if they don't, he'll kill him. Back at Tony's lab, he gets a call from a blocked number. Um, it's Ivan. Uh, in, back to at Ivan's lab, the guards that were blocking him um, are just hanging behind him. Hammer completely underestimates Ivan. Like, completely underestimates him. The drones will not salute, only salute. Um, we know this, but I, I mean, I'm bought into even like the storyline rewatching the movie at this point, even knowing that. Uh, this movie's so good. So good. Um, this is what Ivan says. You told me double cycles more power. Good advice. Even a throwaway line of Tony being cocky is what I said earlier. Um, Tony being cocky to Ivan the second he has power over him in a prison cell will come back to haunt Tony. Ivan immediately telling Tony he's made upgrades. Uh, Tony tries tracing the call. Um, what your father did to my family in 40 years, I will do to you in 40 minutes. I hope you're ready. Sounds good. Let's get together and hash it out, Tony says. Uh, Tony pops the new element in his chest without running tests. Tony says it tastes like coconut and metal. He screams. Um, he seems like he's ready to roll. <laughs> At the expo. Happy, Nat, and Pepper arrive. Um, Hammer does a wacky dance on stage. So hateable, uh, but yet the actor so, so great. In, in that sense, you know, Justin goes right in, uh, right in on Iron Man, saying it's not, um, not fair that the Iron Man tech has been kept out of reach. Uh, he presents the drones. Uh, uni- uh, there's there's units for the Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. They are all equipped with different weapons. Ivan watches. Uh, <laughs> Ivan watches through the, the like the drones com- with a computer. Hammer produce introduces Rhodey wearing the war machine suit, and it looks really good. It looks sick. It's probably the best thing Justin Hammer has done in terms of looks. Right? He upgraded Iron Man suit to look like the war machine suit. Rhodey salutes all, and the drones salute everyone. It looks good. Then Iron Man flies in, and the crowd goes insane. Tony tells Rhodey that they got trouble and to give them a wave and all these people are in danger. Tony asks Justin where Vanko is, but he's just shocked. At this moment, Ivan activates all the drones. He doesn't waste any time. Rhodey tells him to get out 
uh, because the systems have been compromised. Brody's realizing immediately what's happening. As the crowd clears, the drones fire, and Ivan deploys all the drones. Uh, It seems there's more drones later that get deployed that I'm like, whoa, I thought they were all deployed. Um, They all fly through the roof chasing Iron Man. A lot of drones fly chasing Iron Man. Um, Brody communicates that he is locked onto him because he's also being forced to chase Iron Man. Um, the Air Force drones zip through the sky after Tony. They follow him uh, through an expo building. So it's the Air Force drones. Some of them were on land that don't even um, go through the air. So Justin asks his people what's happening, and Natasha and Pepper are also curious. Natasha puts uh, Justin in a chokehold and uh, to find out well, it's Ivan. So Pepper calls the New York PD. The drones tail Tony around the expo buildings. The ground drones fire missiles as people run away. This is so horrible. Are people dying? You know, I feel like this unspoken death's messed up. Nat tells Happy to bring her to Hammer Industries. The Hammer drones on the ground meant... Uh, mount themselves and fire at Tony in unison. They shoot down one of their own as he's doing this. He tricks them into doing it. Uh, a drone walks up to a, a boy wearing an Iron Man cost, uh, like a mask, and the boy puts out his hand, trying to shoot it. And uh, this is rumored to be Tom Holland. I mean, not Tom Holland, uh, the young Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Um, uh, but uh, Tony saves him. Uh, very epically he flies in and saves him he says good job kid Natasha changes in the black widow outfit in the back of the seat in front of Pappy um, okay wonderful but uh, okay <laughs> um Tony gets chased through a parking garage. Uh, this flight scene kind of beats the Falcon and Winter Soldier one, in my opinion. You know, it reminds me, like, they said it's going to be movie quality. And um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier was sick. Captain America uh, through the air is awesome. Um, but it was one helicopter versus Iron Man versus 100 drones. It's just like, I want to see that movie quality stuff. I think the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier was closer to this quality of movie level stuff. But that's just in retrospect and me watching an epic Iron Man movie and being in an Iron Man mindset instead of me watching a finale, which I very much loved of a show. Um, and I don't know. It, it's hard to compare two things. when I, That was weeks ago. Um, and I'm not trying to shed negative light on something uh, that I love very much. I really love Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, but I'm just saying, like, this felt like a, a movie ending. And when I'm looking back at that, it definitely feel in retrospect, feels a little more like a TV show. Um, I'm just in, in my mind right now. Um, that's how I feel in this second. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll go back and watch it after this. Um, both epic. Um, but this ending chase for Iron Man through the garages, all the explosions, it's just sick. A drone crashes in the garage, and uh, that's just one more down for Ivan's, uh, on Ivan's screen. Rhodey lets him know that he's closing in on him. They head back towards the expo. Nat and Happy get to Hammer Industries. Black Widow is suited up and looking freaking amazing. Happy takes one punch, then Widow goes all in on the guards. She slides across the floor and throws her tasers on the ground. She takes out five total guards going in, on, under, around them, um, flanking around their necks, punching them. Uh, Ivan sends on uh, sends drone like more drones, all the Marine drones out onto the field. This is where I thought there were all the drones were already out, but no, there weren't already enough drones. More drones. <laughs> Happy still fighting the first guard. Black like Black Widow is on to guard number six and seven. Uh, she throws gas pellets to take those two out, um, and then more with a steel cord. She breaks another guard's arm and knocks uh, another out with a kick. 
one guard just walks out of a doorway and without looking she just sprays him in the eyes with something uh, at that moment Happy's like I got him and he notices like he got the first guard notices the whole room of defeated enemies <laughs> it's so good <laughs> Um, I freaking love it. Uh, in Ivan's room, he sees uh, he sees the carnage. You know, the Black Widow has caused. And he looks at another monitor of his suit. Tony leads the drones into a unisphere and takes out so many of them, like majority of the flying ones. Natasha gets to um, gets to his room. Um, Vanka's room way too late. He's he's gone. She hurries to his computer though. Tony and Brody fall into a geo station. Natasha reboots Brody's suit, or is trying to, as he as he is shooting Tony, but she accomplishes. Pepper hears and uh, that Tony is like was dying, and she gets really freaked out at him at this moment. But Tony's like, oh, "It's not a good time for this," you know. Uh, Tony gets Brody back online when Natasha tells him the fight is coming to them. Brody tells Tony he's sorry, uh, which is good. And I don't think, I think Tony kind of says sorry too, but not as much to the best of Tony's ability in saying sorry, you know, uh, they get ready for the flight and choose their battle points. They're trying to, at least Rody calls where they're standing at that moment, the kill box, and it would be just stupid to stand there. But when all of a sudden the drones surround him in that exact spot, unfortunately, um, they put their face plates down and suit up. Tony dodges a missile and uh, destroys three at once. Um, they, they go all out on these drones together in this moment. It is one of the coolest scenes you can imagine for Iron Man and War Machine in their first outing, like together fighting. Um, it's it's amazing. The All the drones fire at them and they dodge, fire, dodge, fire. Um, he tells Rhodey to get down. And when we see, Tony, we see Tony do one of the coolest things I think we've seen him do up to this point in the series, the repulsor beam. Tony spins around with two red uh, slicer beams, um, and he spins the, the beams all the way around 360 degrees and destroys all the drones at once, including like trees in the area. It just slices everything. Um, Brody says, I think you should leave with that one next time. And, he, and Tony says, I can only do it once. It's a one and done. Hammer gets placed under arrest, meanwhile, and handcuffs next to Pepper. Uh, how does he not feel responsible for this he's like surprised in a way um <laughs> i hope we see him again even if it's gonna be a, if it's been a while you know what i mean it's been a while but i hope we do see him again uh nat says there's one more drone coming this is one this one's different and uh yeah this one is ivan this one is ivan and uh <laughs> he says it's good to be back it's just he's just menacing this guy is purely bad he's got his suit which is very ivan looking i mean i swear it almost has like the 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 jumpsuit look it had he had when he broke out of his suit uh when he broke out of his flames uh with the at the racetrack it almost looks like a, a metal version of that uh he's more intimidating uh and this one's got blue eyes and uh larger whips um, it's his final creation. Brody says he's got something special for this guy, and he fires the ex-wife missile, and it ploops down into a puddle. <laughs> and Stark's like, "Hammer tech." Ivan, um, and then and Tony's like, "I got this," and he fires at him, and Ivan lashes. Brody's gone off his shoulder with his with his whips. Um, Ivan wraps his whip around Brody's uh, neck and Tony's neck together. Um, he gets them both around the neck. 
they are both at opposite ends and um tony says Rhodes, you want to be a hero put your hand up referencing their fight in the malibu apartment when they were arguing and they they decide to shoot at each other's hands like they did in the house and they blast ivan between them so that's what gets them to win the fight that fight between them actually ended up saving them in a way um which is kind of poetically beautiful i i think um i was on the ground below them ready to explode and he tells them you lose uh because all the drones are rigged to explode brody points out tony races faster than we ever seen him to the arena where pepper stands near a wrecked drone um yeah he takes her to the top of a roof uh rooftop uh and all the drones explode as he gets up there um pepper says she can't take it anymore her body can't take the stress i don't blame her Um, i'm actually worried about all the other people near the other other defeated drones you know like i mean that's that's on hammer but it's made to look like a beautiful backdrop but but like a lot of people probably got hurt uh tony tells pepper she deserves better and uh she takes really good care of him uh but then tony kisses her and this is our superhero movie ending we've waited two movies for with these two and uh, it's well deserved and well earned they love each other and you could tell the chemistry is there roadie is there watching them and just like after a long time of them talking to each other uh, it's very funny uh, roadie says his car got taken out of the, in the explosion and i'm gonna have to hang on to this suit for a while uh he flies away with it again but in on better terms uh tony s- sits at a desk uh he looks at a folder that says the avenger initiative uh, in front of nick fury nick says that he might not want him looking at that anymore uh romanoff's report isn't glowing for tony uh, it was iron man yes tony stark no so uh, nick fury says he said he'd mostly like tony as a consultant and tony says you can't afford me but uh tony says he'll waive his fee if he can pick his presenter for the presentation which him and Rhodes are being uh honored uh and fury says he'll see what he can do cut to the f you mr stark guy um giving like with, with tony and uh <laughs> Rhodey the award um <laughs> tony stark who is a national treasure oh my god is so good he pins the medal on tony and it hurts him uh he says funny how annoying a little prick can be isn't it <laughs> they all smile and take the photo what a moment i freaking love this movie oh my gosh we get a post-credit scene it's colson he's pulling up out of his car in new mexico there's a big scene around a crater in the desert it's thor's hammer lightning strikes that took a whole year for thor to come out it's only going to take us a week well actually this episode released a day later than all of our other episodes um and that is uh, circumstantial things happen like that but we will be back on friday next friday with thor um and that's all we got today for marvel mania heck uh in terms of iron man i mean i gotta say just in retrospect another really great one to go over um i love the story of iron man and these two movies um really showed tony's development as a character in be but like it sets him up for avengers really well um he's not quite ready to be like the hero of the world yet um he's still dealing with his inner demons and i think when going into avengers when he pairs up with cap um and he's gonna face the greater threat of the outer outer space and um 
he's going to get his PTSD. Uh, all that is going to come into his head and come into play. Um, this is the perfect setup for that because he's still going to have that cockiness and arrogance. Of course, he's, he has it all this movie. Um, you know what I mean? He's not like this. It's not dumbed down. He's not like this hero. Um, you know, it's, it's not like that role, that, that role, that cockiness is played down in these movies. He's completely arrogant, but likable. And that's why these movies are so good. Um, I appreciate you being here today on Marvel Maniac. And if, you li- if you've been listening this whole time, even if this is your first few episodes, uh, it's my pleasure to have been just sharing my thoughts on these movies with you. Um, we are going to be covering Loki starting June 9th. Uh, we look forward to covering that and mostly every other Marvel property coming in the near future. Next week, we're going to be covering Thor. So get ready for that. And then we're going to be covering Captain America, The Avengers, and then we're going to be leading right into Loki uh, the following week. If you have any thoughts, uh, email us marvelmaniacpod at gmail.com tweet us at marvelmaniacpod uh, any donations, Mr. Honest podcast on PayPal. Everything goes right back into the show. We will see you next week, Marvel Maniacs. Until next time, Avengers disassemble.